Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Planet Pumas podcast. I'm your host, Mix. And before we jump into the episode, I would like to wish a very happy birthday to one of our legends of the club, Hugo Sanchez. Like I said, Hugo Sanchez is an, an absolute legend of Pumas. Not only that, but he's also a legend of Real Madrid. Did a lot for uh, both clubs. Um, Hugo played 200 games for Pumas and scored 104 goals. Uh, he he ended up as the fourth highest goal scorers in our history. And he came back as a coach and won back-to-back titles, uh, the Santiago Bernabeu Trophy, and then Campeones de Campeones as well. So very happy birthday to him. So starting off with the... Um, First piece of news, uh, Dani Alves could potentially be a new Pumas player. Um, There was a few rumors circulating about a couple weeks ago that he could be on his way here. And then it was um, it was proven to not have a lot of um, a lot of traction and um, it kind of died there. And then about a week ago, the rumor started circulating again coming out of Brazil that Dani Alves was uh, in contact with Pumas about a potential move to Mexico. And I guess it's gaining a lot of traction and there's a lot of truth to it because uh, there's a lot of belief in the, uh, you know, in the journalistic aspect, in the fan aspect that Dani Alves could potentially be a new Pumas player. Um, Pumas do acknowledge that they are in for the player, but they put it at about a 50% chance. Um, but who knows? You know, if Dani Alves was to come to Pumas, I think he would definitely bring a lot of experience and a lot of leadership to the team. And it would be all in all just an exciting player to have. I mean, you know, think of the trajectory that this guy has had and um, the success that he's won. So he would definitely have a lot to offer to the team, even though he's almost 40 years old. I definitely could use a player like him in the team. Um, moving on to the next section here, um, two of uh, Pumas's games will be streamed through the platform called VIX, and those games are against Necaxa and Toluca. Um, I don't think this is something that too many people in the States have to worry about. It seems like this is a platform more popular in Mexico, although a lot of people seem don't seem to like it a whole lot because uh, you have to have you know a tablet, a phone, some sort of streaming device, and not only that, but you have to have really, really high-speed internet to stream the game and like i said a lot of people don't seem to like it it's free right now but there's a lot of uh belief that it'll be a uh, charged service here soon and uh moving on uh pumas versus celta de vigo is this wednesday uh, however the time has changed uh for the starting time the game was set to start at 8 p.m i'm sorry no the game was start will start at 7 p.m it was programmed for 8 p.m um, but now it'll start sooner, an hour sooner, um, and, and that's in Mexico City time, so everyone should just probably just uh, plan ahead and uh, anticipate the game a little earlier. And then moving on to the most important piece of information, and that is the game against Leon. Um, it was a 3-3 draw, which was a draw that felt more like a defeat, honestly. Uh, the starting lineup was uh, Julio Gonzalez as the goalkeeper, Aldrete as a left-back, Freire and Galindo as center-backs, Benevendo as a right-back, Salvio as um, over there on the right wing. He captained the side, and uh, Leo Lopez and Meritao in center midfield, and then Rubalcaba on the left, and with Del Prete and Dineno up top. So, 
Um, this game um, seemed to be going in the right direction early on. I mean, there was a lot of uh, clear chances for Pumas. Uh, mo- uh, the most clear one came pretty early on in the game uh, when Salvio made a good cross into the box. Um, and we thought that the ball was cleared by the defender, um, but the players from Pumas' camp were appealing for a handball, and after VAR took another look at it, um, you could obviously see that there was a hand to the ball there, so uh, Pumas was awarded a penalty. The Neno stepped up to make to score the penalty. Uh, he hit the post, and he almost missed. I don't know. I mean, I think he was pretty lucky to have it go ricochet back into the goal. Um, and then moving on to further in the game, Leon had a shot from long distance at the minute 10, uh, which Julio was able to block and send that to, um, to the corner. And then at 20 minutes, um, the left back, uh, Rodriguez from Leon, uh, was awarded a red card after a challenge on Meritao. Uh, Leon went down to 10 men. And then right before halftime, Del Prete scored his first goal uh, via a header, and his celebration was a little funny. He celebrated like an old man, um, kind of like uh, Bocelli, who was his uh, teammate in Estudiantes de la Plata. Um, Bocelli had celebrated like that before, so I don't know if that was intentional or something. Um, but anyway, Pumas went uh, with a 2-0 uh, advantage at halftime. And then um, after the second half began, at 51 minutes, Salvio scored his first goal um, and an assist from Rubalcaba as well. However, at 53 minutes, a cross came into the penalty box and uh, Galindo uh, was uh, beaten to the ball, uh, which resulted in a goal for Leon. And then uh, two minutes later, Pumas had hit the post at Leon's uh, end and nearly missed out on another goal uh but how and then at 58 minutes uh Benevendo tried to play out from the back and made a bad pass I don't know if it was a bad pass but the the Leon player had anticipated it and took the ball away from Sirio which I don't know if it's necessarily Benevendo's fault um but you know people were kind of taking a dig at him and um you know Whoever that Leon player, I didn't get a good look who that was, um, took on Benevendo and um, passed into the box. And that made it 3-2. And then at 78 minutes uh, after some changes had been made, uh, Rivas had come in for Benevendo. And um, he tried to make a back pass to, I don't know who, if it was the goalkeeper or if it was Galindo. But either way, it pretty much was an assist to the opposing player. Um, and they took that and ran it into the box and then uh, scored at Julio Gonzalez's near post. And that was the game. Um, like I said, it was a game that ended in a draw that felt more like a defeat. Um, let's look at the statistics here. Pumas had 54% of the ball. Um, Pumas also had more shots, uh, 10 total shots, and then uh, shots on target, 6 uh, to Leon's 3. Um, yeah, I mean, they just had, it seemed like they had it everything to win that game, but they allowed Leon to get back into the game, and it was just really punctual errors that cost the game. I mean, in a lot of these uh, statistics that I'm looking at, Bumas did have the advantage. I mean, 
big chances uh three to three and then big chances missed two and then leon didn't miss any and i should tell you they had three big chances and they all scored we hit the woodward one woodwork once we had a couple of counterattacks, um and uh we had a more shots outside the box, uh, but however, Leon's goalkeeper did have four saves to Julio Gonzalez's zero. So, I mean, it was just really, it was really um, disappointing because that game definitely could have been handled a, a lot better, but it wasn't. Um, looking at Sofa Scores ratings here, they had Julio Gonzalez at 5.9, um, Jose Galindo at 6.0. Uh, Pablo Benevendo at 6.5, Nicolas Freire at 6.8, Adrián Aldrete at 6.5, um, Jorge Rubalcaba at uh, 6.7, Igor Meritao at 7.2, uh, Leonel López, our best player on the field, 7.7, uh, Eduardo Salvio, 6.6, Gustavo and Dineno, uh, I'm sorry, Gustavo Del Prete and Dineno, both at 6.9, both scored a goal there. Um, but yeah, and then in the substitutions, the Marco Garcia had come in and Carlos Gutierrez have ca- had come in and also Jesus Rivas. Pretty poor performance from Marco Garcia and uh, Jesus Rivas from the looks of it. Definitely Jesus Rivas. Uh, he was rated as a 5.7 uh, just because of that awful back pass. Um, and then Marco Garcia was 6.4 and Carlos Gutierrez was 6.5. Yeah. Overall, just a really, really disappointing game. You felt at moments that um, this was the game that Pumas could run, run rampant uh, after the third goal. You kind of felt like there was going to be more goals to come on the end of Pumas, but that was unfortunately not the case. Like I said, a lot of punctual errors that cost the game, and we really allowed uh, Leon to get back into the game. And at times, look, watching the game, it would almost seem like we were the one with 10 men and they were the one with 11. There was just a lot of... Um, it was just really easy for uh, Leon to attack, and we just let them kind of do what they wanted. It was unfortunate. Uh, there were some uh, things that Andres Lilini had said after the um, game, and let me pull that up for you guys. So I'm going to translate some of this in Spanish. Uh, I'm sorry, from Spanish to English. Uh, he says the um, that um, you know it was a nice um, slap in the face. It's kind of a weird way to um, respond. But anyway, his quote was, uh, the peace of mind I have is that the footballers respond, responded. I know they will. This is a great lesson for me and for everyone. The group is formed by everyone. This will make us see our reality from another side. We had to win, yes, because if we speculate, things go wrong for us. We have to learn to defend ourselves more with the ball. Today was a nice slap in the face. If we lose ground, it will go bad for us, he commented. And then I think he goes on um, with some more self criticism um with the same conditions as a oh i'm sorry he talks about the celta de vigo game and how he wants to win that game and he says this about the game um it with the same conditions as a league game for us it is invaluable when there is a good competition there is good growth we have to take advantage of this duel that the board has offered us and then he talks about why he made the changes that he did and then you know the lack of changes to his system 
He says, I took Rubalcaba out because he asked me to change because of a blow to the knee. Salvio came with nothing and the height um, really already bothered him. We extended the time more than planned. I did not change the system. Learning is for me. The learning is for me because I ha- I have to do a very strong analysis. I have to help them grow, as they do with me. He concluded. But um, yeah, a lot of self criticism uh, from his part, and that's one of the things I really like about this coach is that he's not afraid to, um, really dig down deep and take a look in the mirror, and, and not afraid to criticize himself. Um, but a lot of the times when he does these type of things, he kind of makes it a point to make himself almost like uh, the shield for the team. You know, all the criticisms um, he once directed at him. Um, he does criticize the pr- players as well, but um, it seems like he is the first one to take ownership for some of the mistakes that have happened. Um, and that's really um, that's really respectable. Um, so looking ahead, you know, after that uh, Celta de Vigo game, um, we will play uh, Necaxa in the league, and that is scheduled for the 17th, so next Sunday. And then after that, we play Pachuca, who has been playing really well and made it to the final last season. So hopefully that goes a little better with us for us. Um, but um, the league standings right now, uh, we are in 12th position, still in zone of Repechaje, uh, with just two points, however. Um you know, pretty disappointing. We haven't lost yet, and there's still a lot of room for improvement. And I think one of the positives is that not losing kind of makes it a little better. But at the same time, you know, a game like this, we shouldn't really be letting that escape. We should have really, you know, made good on our chances and controlled the game a little better. I get that the um, the mistakes were really punctual and that the mistakes that were made were made by um, youth academy players who don't have a whole lot of experience. Um, but those were just like really silly mistakes, uh, especially the one by Rivas. Hopefully he can overcome that. It comes back stronger. But I mean, that was basically an assist to the other player and um, the rest of the players going to get back in time. And that was goal. Um, hopefully uh, the next game, uh, we play a little better and we know how to maintain the um the pace of the game and maintain our advantages um the one of the good things about the game is that the offense played really well i feel like that uh, lineup of Lineno del Prete Salvio and Rubalcaba do really well it's just in defense it seems like we just um we struggle a little bit and i think that's probably in part because uh Arturo Ortiz isn't in the starting lineup. As you all know, he's out with an injury. And you can definitely tell that we miss his presence out there. You know, Galindo has done okay. Um, But, you know, there's been a few mistakes here and there. Um, Hopefully, Ortiz will be back by the next game. Um, I think that his um, injury is going okay. There's a chance that it could be extended even longer. Hopefully not. Hopefully, he comes back as soon as possible. But also, if uh, he doesn't come back in um, Dani Alves' science for Pumas, I think that that'll definitely bring a lot of stability to the defense. And maybe they can get a little more organized. Um, Julio Gonzalez as well has been a little underwhelming. I mean, he has done a lot of good for the team, you know, when he's been asked to, um, you know, when he played as a substitute to um, Talavera. 
but he's been really underwhelming, and I feel like if he continues on this form, Gil Alcalá will definitely replace him as a starting goalkeeper, which I don't want to see that because I really like Julio. Um, as far as uh, everyone else, you know, Nicolas Freire did okay. Um, Adrian Aldrete was really solid. I really like the duo of Leonel Lopez and Meritao. I feel like they play really well together, especially Leonel Lopez. And then Jorge Rubalcaba, I feel like he does really well. Um, Eduardo Salvio looked really well in his first game as well. You know, Del Prete scoring his first goal and then Dineno scoring his first goal of the season. Definitely a lot of um, room to grow and a lot of room for improvement, but there is positives in the side. I just hope that they can keep their cool and um, manage the games a little better. But anyway, that's all I have for you guys today. Um, I'll probably make an episode next week on Monday as well after the Celta de Vigo game and the Necaxa game has been played. And hopefully by next week, Dani Alves is a uh, player for Pumas and you know we'll all be ecstatic about that, I'm sure. But anyway, thank you guys for listening. Um, don't forget to follow the podcast on Twitter at planet underscore Pumas. Um, you know, I make some updates on there and I post these episodes on there as well. Um, but please don't forget to rate um, the podcast on Spotify or Apple. And don't forget to subscribe to the podcast as well. Um, it's been your boy Migs. I'll catch you guys in the next one. Bye.